All right, welcome to the Brothers of Thunder podcast. This is Ricky, and I have a special guest with me today, uh, my beautiful wife, my amazing partner, my best friend. What's your name, girl? Nikki. Hey. <laughs> All right, so um, me and my wife, we always have conversations. Um, sometimes they're in debates, but they're all taboo-type conversations that we get the chance to have with each other. Um that we can safely and have a safe space uh, speak freely. Uh, but one of the conversations we just had, and I said, man, we just got to talk about it. Well, you go ahead, babe. What? what what's, what's, what's your beef? What's your issue? Uh, I got a lot of beefs. No, I don't have a lot of beefs. Take that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're leaving it in, man. What's your beef? <laughs> no, we were just talking about, um, well, you're going to talk about what we were specifically talking about that started the conversation? No, you say say what's your overall beef, and then we can get to that. Um, women and ministry. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, and in particular. In particular, um, women are not allowed to serve in the same capacity as men, even though more frequently overqualified. Boom! I said it. Oh, that's <laughs> fired. <laughs> um. And this this is this is a, a combination of multiple um conversations that we usually we typically have. Um but um what sparked this conversation today is I saw a post from a popular person in in ministry and this particular person um announced that uh, a church plant was coming around. And so he was going to be part of this church plant. And a church plant, for those who don't know, this is when um, a large church finds a section of the country um, or world, depending on where you are, and they take resources from the large church and start a new church. And he's going to be part of that team. Um, But the funny thing is this particular gentleman, he cheated on his wife. (laughs) And uh, it just seems like that after he cheats, he do the whole uh, media circus and tour of apologizing. And then it's like, next thing you know, you back at it like nothing ever happened. Right. And in particular, I think that from what you've communicated is that your issue is not necessarily you making a mistake and then having the freedom to. Uh, fix your wrongs and get back going your thing is that same level of grace is never extended to women yeah correct so when you say the i think you started out by saying he was going to be pastor in some sort right and um and i was trying to figure out pastor of whom uh who are we pastoring and you know You've cheated on your wife and now you've, you're able to be placed in this level of, you know, in a leadership position within a church. Um, and like you just said, like it, my issue is not that, you know, the sense you hang over your head and you can never over- overcome it. But um, my issue seems to be the level of how many times we put men um, or the word I like to use, mediocre men in, in high levels of position in the church. So we, we often fill these leadership positions 
with mediocrity when we are constantly overlooking women who are more than qualified to do the same job. So he is able to, um, what got me riled up was, is he is able to, um, cheat, like you said, do the, do the media tour, be forgiven as we all should be forgiven as he should be forgiven and then still be afforded an opportunity to lead in this new church plant. Whereas a female will be automatically denied in some situations, um, in some ministries mm-hmm. based on her gender alone, she's already disqualified. True. Yet he is able to still be forgiven and promoted in, and, and still do God's work. Um, and we just are left to choose different ministries where we are able to serve, where you think women are able to serve. Right. And she probably has to wear, what was that, that book, Scarlet Letter? Yeah. She got to walk around with Scarlet Letter mm-hmm. <laughs> on her chest. And, uh, and I guess that goes back to the whole dynamic of if, if a man cheats, most of the time, most of the guys, we just looking at, okay, the quality of the female that he cheated with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And as far as like a woman, a female that cheats, we're just looking at her like, hey, you ho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, I, and I don't know why that exists. Um, and I'm not, a, it'll, it'll be, I think we'll be lying to ourselves if we say that doesn't extend into the culture of everything that we do. And one of those things that we do, whether it's, you know, on a job or in the church, I think that same level of of grace is extended more to men than it is to women. I, I, I will have to agree with you. I Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think even, you know, in education, I say it all the time that, you know, a man, you know, if you apply for certain positions, obviously you have the credentials for it, but you're going to get it just because you know, they're looking for men to fill those spots. Right. Um, so it's in the, in, like you said, in a lot of different areas, um, I think it just stands out a lot to me in the, in the church. Right. Right. And it's, and it shouldn't be that way. And I, and I think that, I think when you have, I think it just depends on what you value as worthy of leadership. Right. Like, I, I think we look at, it's no different than when you say, okay, I'm going to choose a husband or I'm going to choose a wife. And the things that you value are vain type things. Like, she looks good. She got a big old booty. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, if it's a female, he got a nice car. He has a nice job and all those different things. And that stuff is 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 worthy. It's good. And those are things that we should look for. Uh, but we tend to what we too tend to skip over is character. We skip over what kind of person is this person? Like, what's in their past? Like, how do they react when they're angry? Like, how do they react when they don't get their way? How do they re- like what is what is their relationship with their kids? Like, are they great fathers? Is he a great husband? You know what I'm saying? Like, we really don't look at the the things that matters. And I think the Bible places an emphasis more so on character than it does actual skill set. But for some strange reason, I think in our churches, 
we don't look for that. I think we just immediately look for who's going to keep the ship and the train moving. So we'll we'll find the most talent. We'll find the 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 person who speaks the best, the person who can galvanize the most people, who can lead, you know what I'm saying? And rarely do we look at a person and examine what kind of character they have. Yeah, this is true and and even more so um you're looking for the man with the most talent, the man with all of those things you just said, um, while bypassing right. women who are capable of leading as well. Extremely qualified women. Extremely qualified women. Um, so, uh, so we will choose. Um, I guess my question is this: so, women have to be super overly qualified. Um, and men seem to be able to do the bare minimum and still obtain these leadership roles. So your view on that, talk to me about your view on that. Cause I already know my view <laughs> and we know my view. I just don't understand it. I don't understand choosing from a pool of mediocre people just because they are male and overlooking qualified people just because they are female. Right. Um, and we have this conversation all the time yeah, um, about different positions in the church where women, quote, can't serve, can't hold leadership positions, can't do this. And, you know, you know me, I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> and I, show me where. Show me in the word right. where. And we've had these discussions quite a bit. So what are you how do you feel about this? I think culture drives how we interpret scripture more so than scripture and helping us interpret scripture. I believe that in my heart of hearts. Um, I believe that. So more tradition, tradition and culture. Mm-hmm. Correct. I think that for a lot of us and especially the generation above us, I mean, they are the tail end of a larger longing lasting generation where it is man. Hear me roar type stuff like I'm the man I do everything I go to work I bring home the money you stay home with the kids you and you stay in this we say with our words that you are equal but in our practice you are not correct and and I think that that generation they are the tail ends of that generation like they are the the last last of the Mohicans yeah this generation's <laughs> not going for that no it's, it's not it's not and I think it's a lot of, we like the culture now, like I think one of the, the main things that drives this culture is, you know, just like even in our own community, like women are the number one demographic, especially black women, to get their degrees, to start their own uh, careers. And they're, you know, they're doing these things. And, and I think that it kind of took the bite out of the need to seek, uh, validation as far as like should i qualify it's like no i qualify mm -hmm. i got the receipts Here's and, my papers. and then when you look into um the congregation and you break down the demographics and the numbers um uh -oh. it's, i know where you're going it's majority female yep, yep. so we can relate this to a, a plethora of different areas we you know we talk about this with the nfl and leadership and and ownership rather yeah where your players are majority um, black men and your owners are majority older white men. Correct. Same thing. So you have a church filled with 
whole bunch of females who aren't allowed, but your leadership does not represent that. Right. And they're not allowed to serve. Right. Just based on gender, nothing else, just gender. Right. And so I, I, <laughs> I believe that um, I, I do hold to the belief in scripture that women are not called to the office of elder. Um, so you have, like in scripture, you have primary and the secondary issues. It doesn't mean that you have true and false issues. It just means that you have some issues are uh, heaven, hell heavy and some aren't. You know what I'm saying? So like, for instance, like believing that Jesus Christ is the son of God and he died for our sins and he rose and he's, you know, sitting at the right hand of the father. Like that's a primary issue. We can't debate that. If we get that wrong, we get everything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um but secondary issues, I believe that if you are mixed up on them and if we aren't seeing eye to eye, I don't think is worthy, is hell bent worthy. Like it's not going to be like if you believe that a, a woman can be a pastor and I don't, I don't think that either of those issues is going to send anybody to hell. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, do I believe that because that Jesus because God has structured something in his own wisdom in such a way that if you, well, let me rephrase that. I believe that God structured things in such a way that it produces ultimate blessing. Do I believe that a female that's running a, do I believe that a woman that is running a church uh, can't be blessed? No, I believe that church can be blessed. And we got examples of it all the time. We, both of us know Female pastors, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that they're... Shout out to the female pastors. <laughs> <laughs> we know that these churches are, they're doing their thing. Um, do I personally and biblically believe that because they are female pastors, um, they can't receive blessings? No. Do I believe that because of their structure, they won't see 100% of their potential of the blessing that God has for them? Yes, I do believe that. I believe it's, it's no, to me, it's no different than if like God has order for a reason. And I believe that like, if I wasn't the head of our household, could you run the show? Of course you could. You know what I'm saying? You can run this joint without me, but there's a certain level of anointing and blessing and covering that our house now has because I am the head of our house, not, mm-hmm. not in power, like not in my pecs jumping and my my big biceps and I am got my foot down mm-hmm. on every issue, but because that that God has a a blessing for us simply for the fact that I am obedient to Him and I cover this family in ways that you could never do. I think that there's a blessing for this house, and I believe that all churches have that level of covering but here's the to your point it only makes sense if you have qualified men in the house so if i was a douchebag of a husband it makes no sense for me to still try to expect this level of of anointing like the bible even says like if i am treating you wrong like if i am being a douchebag of a man in my house the bible says that god doesn't hear my prayers (laughs) you know what i'm saying so 
Like, so it's, it goes, it's not for the, it's not the sake, it's not just to say that I am a man in the home, is that I am a man who is reflecting the heart of God at all times. Okay, so you believe that the female should have a covering as a pastor, then they can't have that covering because they are the head. Correct. And I believe, um, first of all, I don't even know if women can be pastors according to, and I, I haven't even done that research okay i have not found it in the scripture okay right. which is where i need to go have you found it sir in the scripture yes i have okay so ricky says he's found it in the scripture and that's great i don't have an opinion so much as to whether females need to be or should be deacons and elders and pastors not my um not my number one issue um but if you say that females can't be pastors because they don't have covering, um, I know that last time we talked about this, um, there's someone who they can go to. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's someone above them or someone that they can be held accountable for, maybe not in their ministry because they're the pastor, but um, there's someone. So in, in counseling, even as a therapist, you always have a supervisor or you have someone you go to to bounce um, ideas off or difficult cases off. So you're you're always accountable to someone. Mm -hmm. So I ask you, can't a female pastor also um, have someone outside of the ministry that they are accountable to as that covering right. another man, okay? can It can be a, a male pastor that they can sort of receive that covering from. Right, so like I know certain female pastors who are under bishops. So you may Correct. have a bishop over churches and I and I've seen that. Um that's a debate. That's <laughs> and I guess like maybe later on we can we can do a, a, a deeper dive into the particulars on that. Um I would just say like for this episode, for this podcast episode, I would have to I would have to disagree. Mm -hmm. I would have to I would have to disagree with with that, and and and, and that's fine because apparently most people do, most ministries <laughs> do disagree. And look, don't get me wrong, I'm not avid, I'm not saying this because I desire to be um, a a female deacon or a elder or a pastor. None of the above. Okay, um, not my callings, not my desire. However, time and time again, I see women who are fully qualified who can do it right. and are constantly overlooked. Um, uh, in a and, lot of different, and not only overlook, but overlook for the sake of douchebag men, douchebag, underqualified, like, like yo, like no, I can do that, and <laughs> I, and 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 keep it one hundred. I can do it better than him. Right. So yeah, I'm not saying that to pr promote myself because I have no desire to do these things within ministry. Um, but I do. I, for someone, for a female who does have these desires, I can sort of empathize with the frustration right, of right, right. because I am a female, nothing else, right. purely based on my gender, I cannot serve in such capacities. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, because you are a male, we need you. I need you to serve. Okay. You cheated on your wife. That's okay because we need a male. Right. Okay. You're not active in your kids' life. That's okay. We work around that. You're a you're a man. Right, right. Um, right. you don't provide for your family, can't keep a job, it's okay. 
not exhibiting any fruits of the spirit, Come we'll on, get man. there. But we need you because you're a male and and sis over here fully qualified, ready to go. Bursting at the seams of her gifts. Yes. And and nothing. Yeah, I have a problem. On behalf of aspiring female deacons, female elders, and female pastors of the world, I have a problem for them. Right. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a deeper dive on this. We're gonna do a deeper dive on this because um I think it's good to put the the real concrete uh evidence as far as scripture as far as history we can put all that stuff out there next time we get together um but i will say this even though that there are certain positions that god has called men to shoulder whatever a man as far as gifting is concerned women have that too like god doesn't take away he doesn't sever or he doesn't have two versions of a gifting like he doesn't have a, a man version of preaching and a female version like both are if you have the gift of speaking and preaching and ministering you have that gift right mm -hmm. so i think that going forward if churches and the elders of churches in particular if they are doing what they're supposed to do and not only watching the flock but looking at the flock and strategically putting all of their people, not just women, but whether it's a, ch a, a kid with a gift or a, woman, a female with a gift, you just strategically place them in positions where they can feast at their gifting. Like they can do their thing. So that it should not be a problem with seeing women regularly preach mm -hmm. on Sundays. Like, if the only time that we can hear sister so-and-so give a message is on like Father's Day or Mother's Day, <laughs> like, like if that's the only time we hear from her or if it's like the only time we hear from her is like on Valentine's Day or something mushy, you know what I'm saying? Or the women's conference. Women's conference. <laughs> like that is a problem. That is a big problem. I think um, God has called everyone to use their gifting. And everyone has a gift. And sometimes that gifting for a female may be uh, in the form of some kind of form, like pastoral care. Like she has that gifting. Like so she could be strategically used, not in some subordinate. Like you relegate her to the backyard and she got a, she's sitting in the, in the field feeding the, the ants and the beetles and stuff. Like, no, nah, she she can be teaching the greats of the greats. There's no problem with her teaching T.D. Jakes and John Piper and, you know, anybody else for that matter that is, that are, that God has gifted. She can teach them too. Yeah, and I agree. And I just say um, maybe we should just add in some requirements, some, um, yeah, some requirements for male leaders. Yeah. Some, uh, a checklist of sorts. And there, there is, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go over that checklist next time we get together. Um, but there is a checklist. There is a checklist for because there's basically two positions in the church as far as leadership is concerned. You have elders, or they're called overseers, and you have deacons. Pastor is part of. He's an, a pastor is an elder, and you have deacons. So you have elders and deacons. 
And there is a checklist in God's word for both of those positions. For requirements to fill those positions? Correct. Yes. There is a checklist. And that checklist, when we go over it, you'll find that that checklist has more to do with character than it does with just, does he have leadership skills? Mm-hmm. And we'll go over that next time. Appreciate you, babe. Anytime. That was a good conversation. We're going we're gonna to come back to this next time. Uh, it may not be the very next time we get together, but we'll come back to this next time uh, one day and flesh this out more. Uh, so we can give you guys something to chew on rather than our opinions. Yeah, and that's just my opinion. So <laughs> don't crucify me. <laughs> well, I love you, babe. Love you too. All right, this is the Brothers of Thunder podcast. Peace. Peace. Eureka!